This show doesn't end when that last bit of music plays. If you support us on Patreon, we have an exclusive series going called Swick Extra Minutes, where we keep the recordings going after each episode and share that exclusively with our Patreon supporters. That's not the only thing we share with our Patreon supporters. We also have a set of specials created exclusively for our Patreon feed with a lot more to come and a lot of ideas coming up in the near future. So to learn more and help support the show while getting access to all these exclusive episodes, visit our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash neozaz. Yes, Dave, <laughs> in Hawaii, they have theaters. Melakalika movies is where you watch the screen and things <laughs> have been up on the screen. Shit. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about Farrell Macquarie. That's not a porg. <laughs> it's it's not a porg, but Tim is fucking frozen in carbonite somewhere in Tennessee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some kind of ice storm or something. He has to uh, move to a hotel overnight. I don't know. Right. That's what they told us. It's not. I tried getting out of a recording because of a hurricane, and you guys wouldn't let me. How are we letting Tim slide <laughs> past this one? Matt did broadcast through a, a hurricane. Yeah, Tim. And he rocked it. I did. Did. I went I like outside, it. stood in it, and said, "Fuck you, Hurricane!" And then, I, then your your podcast down the road, you were like, "That was stupid." Yeah, I sure never was. Done that. That might have been the dumbest thing I'd ever done. Well, all right, that's a pretty broad. Yeah, there are several. Spectrum. I could make a list. Yeah, never mind. So yeah, he's not with us tonight. This episode, he's um. That sounded like he. That sounded like he died. <laughs> Tim's no longer all- with us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> tonight um, let's all bow our heads and moment of silence for Tim nah, nah. <laughs> how, nah. About a mo- how about a moment of for Tim <laughs> you know what would be ironic if he did and then the listeners went and did grave rubbings at his thing <laughs> <laughs> a line of people like yeah. fucking doom it's gonna be worth something someday <laughs> and then there's the three of us pissing on it oh oh <laughs> Christy too. Yeah, I was just gonna say. And if you yes. want to, Chris, if you have to go to the bathroom, have at it. I'll, I'll just Jeez. need some. I'll need some privacy. Just turn <laughs> your head. Turn your back. Yeah, turn your head away. <laughs> turn your heads away. Tim used to sell that stuff right on eBay. Yeah, yeah. he's not. He's not here, so we talk about him. <laughs> he used to sell grave rubbings on eBay and made money with it. Yeah, it was all like the, like the dead rock stars mostly. Yeah, he like yeah. made some. Like I think I. He can correct. He could correct us if he was here, but I think like his biggest score was selling some of the like two Nancy Nancy Sponge and grave rubbings to England somewhere. Yeah, yeah, she's buried near here. Hmm. Near, she's buried in Bucks County, I think. She is. I, I think so. Bucks or Montgomery County. It's like not huh. far from here. She went to high school around here. I didn't know that either. Huh. I always get her confused with Pink. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Pink's still alive. Well, Pink's from around there, too. Yeah, yeah she's, she's from Doylestown. Her and Justin Guarini. She is alive, however. I know. Well, you know. Because if you try to rub, rub try a piece to rub of pink. paper, try to take a piece of paper and rub up against her, she yeah, may I might get, you. I might get beat the, yeah, yeah. beat the death by her bodyguards. Or, or by her. Or she's her. That's true. Good point, actually. Yeah. She could take she, me. She does not need bodyguards. <laughs> On the other yeah, hand, Ben Salem, wanna... Bucks County, Pennsylvania. No kidding. There you go. Nancy On the other hand, if you want to rub Justin Guarini, <laughs> he, he might do the same he, for you. He might for enjoy it. I don't even know who he that was is. on some kind of New Hope. Um, Broad, uh, what's not Broadway? What's it called? The, the Bucks County Playhouse. Yeah. Oh, he really? Doing, doing something. Yeah. Oh, that you guy. Know this okay, guy. Know he is now. You, you know the Seven Up commercials with Lil Sweet, Lil Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's him. That's him. I took yeah. it took Christy the longest time to convince me that was him. I was like, "There's no way that's him." But yep, yep. I miss his old hair. You know the big, yeah, the sideshow I, Mel hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Sideshow Bob. He steps on a rake. <laughs> 
All right, that's enough Simpsons. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. All right, well, this Farrell Macquarie appeared in episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Chris, did you see that movie? I did see uh, Empire Strikes Back, yes. The whole way through? Yes. <laughs> yes, I actually, I think I actually saw that in the theater. In Hawaii? Yes, Dave. <laughs> in Hawaii. They have theaters. Melakalika Movies is where you watch the screen and things <laughs> happen up on the screen. Shit. <laughs> Movie theater in Hawaii is where they just stretch a bed sheet between two palm trees. No. Two islands. No. Two islands. We have buildings and chairs, Dave. And they have to do it before the volcano explodes. And a sacrifice that a virgin. all the time there, too. <sighs> well, I don't know. Christy, do you know about my names for these shows? I, I have heard them, yes. She doesn't listen to this show. I... I dabble. <laughs> I, have dabble. A, I have a name for you, so oh. I hope you're you know oh, sitting okay. down. Uh, She's am, sitting down. I am sitting down. <laughs> she couldn't be any more relaxed right now if she tried. Of course, she has slept on the floor during these shows before. True. <laughs> we all have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Sketchbook Chris. Uh? That's not your name. <laughs> I went to high school with you. <laughs> that is I'm not lying. what they... That's not what they called in class when they did the attendance. That's what Mr. Kraft <laughs> called me behind closed doors. They called you something else. I am joined by Sharpie Marker Matt. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't say anything now because I genuinely laughed at that. Christy liked that one, too. I like that. I did. This one's stupid. Uh, Drawling Dave. D&D. Uh. I just made this one up a minute ago, Christy. Ready? Okay. Crayola Christy. Okay. I enjoy that color. Ralph McChristy. You enjoy that color? I enjoy that color. Crayola's a color? Oh, Crayola. Oh, I get it. That's funny. Hello. Uh, Hello, my name is Matt. My favorite color is clear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. Farrell me up. All right. Farrell Macquarie. And uh, if you're not sure who this is, you will understand why we're doing this character by the end. Farm Aquarius is a human wait male. Till the end? Yeah. This is another Bidlow curve. Yeah. We get we get Patreon by the minute on this show. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, things in the peep show where you put the thing in and the door slowly closes. Uh, okay. That's us. <laughs> We're, we are peep show for the ears. That's this show. He's a f- human male from Raw Tier and a captain in the Republic Navy during the Clone Wars. Chris, was this character ever on the cartoons and all that you know? Nah, not that I know, but you know my memory. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's always your excuse. Um, it I, is. I pose a question. So, he was in the Navy? Yeah. So, it wasn't in the sky? We've had that discussion yeah, yeah. on here. Yeah, you're about, th- <laughs> you're about four, okay. maybe five years late on this one. Okay. Just trying to wrap my brain around it. Because there's ships. I- they're spaceships. I think that's the same exact thing I said five years ago. Well, I didn't listen five years ago, so... <laughs> doesn't listen five minutes ago. <laughs> I thought she was setting us up to do a village people joke. I, mean, I was, too, I- yeah. Oh. Only in Muppets in character, because they did that song on an episode of the Muppets. Yeah. A- I-, I said enough Muppets, really. It's enough. <laughs> you said Simpsons. It's okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's it's never the- enough Muppets. <laughs> it's all the same. I am no, looking. I am oh. looking on Wikipedia, and both under canon and legends, it does not list the Clone Wars as a point of reference for this character story, okay, or appearance either. Well, there is there is extended universe information about him somewhere from comics, some from novels. His major mission uh, during the Clone Wars was to restore the unity on a planet called Yukio, not the card game, not Yu-Gi-Oh. That- <laughs> is that yeah? You know, is that hey? What what that thing was? That Yu-Gi-Oh. was Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, this was Yu-Gi-Oh. Those was little digital things you had to keep alive. No, that was oh, Digimon. No, Tojimachi. Oh, Tojimachi. <laughs> Maybe Digimon. Pokemon's. I don't think it was Pokemon. No, it was a Furby. Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I love these word association games. <laughs> So this Yukio was going through a sort of civil war 
And the only reason this was important to anyone was because they were the planet – it was an agricultural planet. They produced most of the food for the republic. So it was his job to end the Civil War and kind of breach this peace accord on this planet. He was like the Abraham Lincoln of yum-yums. Because this of yum yum, yeah, this is where they got their food. So okay, no, no, the only reason that anybody gave a shit about Yukio was because they got their food from there. Oh, okay. The the separatists are trying to take over this planet. The planet had shields, and the separatists. This is actually kind of clever. Released a cloud of uh, some some kind of some kind of gas that would adhere to the shields that went around the planet. And this gas blocked out the sun, which killed the crops on the planet. Ooh. Okay. Wow. That's so brutal. They, yeah, they used the shield that was protecting the planet as the thing that was de- that would help to destroy the planet. So, what, who did? The people that were protecting the planet or the people attacking the planet? The separatists. Okay, did. okay. I was a little, I, I missed a word or two in there. I was trying to think of that Yoko Ono joke that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the separate that was the separate they said like we can't get through the shield so we'll use the shield i see to, okay to block out the sun so knowing knowing that the plan was that then they would have to lower the shields so that this cloud could escape and release into space oh. so clark Kent wouldn't have powers on that planet exactly <laughs> shit he would just well no wait soup huh no i was just gonna say he'd be clark kent but that's wait what I get it. <laughs> he wouldn't he have, would just you be know, Clark Kent. There would be yeah, no Superman. No Superman. I think it's funny that Matt and Christy equate everything to the Simpsons and Muppets, and you equate everything to Superman. <laughs> Damn right. And Everybody, Dave hates it all. Everybody's going to have do, a trope. Do the, Dave does the guy who's, who's now dead. Harry Callis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That guy. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. What is this all about? <laughs> no one knows because I wasn't recording during that portion. That's right. People denigrating the memory of Harry Callis, and I don't or, like it. Is that the guy that uh, um, he was on Webster? Will, Will Ferrell used to do the impression of. Ha! Was, I'm Harry Callis, and I'm Harry here to Perry. talk about the Philadelphia Phillies. Hi, what's going on? <laughs> That's Harry Carey. Yeah, tomato, 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 tomato. <laughs> All right. I guess I deserve this after the Simpsons and Muppets lashing out and Superman. I didn't lash out at Superman though, so Chris Chris didn't say anything. (laughs) I just didn't bring up Harry Harry Kyle last night. Dave said right at his gravesite. It was sad. So boy, I sure miss you, Harry (laughs) Kyle. To bring it back to Tim. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you rub the grave back then, Dave? I don't do that. Tim does. <laughs> now, when you rub a grave, do you make a wish? I wish he was alive. Does a genie pop out? <laughs> I wish I could sell this on eBay. Oh, wait, I oh, can. Wait. <laughs> you know what? He should have done that with that. That Harry Callis grave, he could he could get some bank on that, I bet. Yeah. Hell yeah. Some Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. No, we went to that cemetery because that is the cemetery that Adrian Balboa is buried in in the Rocky movies after four. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, Rocky, I wish you wouldn't fight anymore. That's my that's my Adrian impression. But Adrian as Harry Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Carey is Adrian. Why you fight, Rocky? All right, so the the plan was to lower the shields, and that way they knew they could get in. And Macquarie's job as a captain in the Navy was to engage the enemy. So there's a big firefight against the Separatists. Um, it, this plan worked. They got in. It sounds like it's going to be a victory for the Navy because the Navy is much more powerful than the Separatists. So it sounds like it's going to work out. Because they got boats. <laughs> they got space boats. Space boats. <laughs> but it doesn't because <laughs> this is great. I love this. There was a breach then in the economy of Yukio. The economy of Yukio is disrupted because people who are investing in the stock market see that this planet can be corrupted and the stock prices drop on Yukio to the point 
where the separatists have enough money to afford and buy the entire planet, which they do. How much? I don't know. They didn't How say. How much yeah. was it? Okay. There's some real Gordon Gecko shit going on here. Because they, they didn't even plan to do this necessarily. They just wanted to get in. And they ended up destroying the planet enough that nobody wanted it anymore. And they're like, well, shit, we'll just buy it. That is hilarious. That there's a stock market, first of all, in Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is, that is weird. Yeah. Buy, buy, sell, sell. <laughs> But after this, he retires back to Raltier. He does some military advising. But right around the Battle of Yavin, the Empire starts taking over and colonizing planets, including Raltier. And because of that, he flees the planet and goes back to active service now with the Alliance. So the the major thing that he does for the Alliance is he now now this is this is a big deal until Disney. Oh, okay. God. Okay. <laughs> Which Disney. is a phrase we say a lot in our neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> the the Disney acquisition makes Farrell Macquarie kind of pointless in general. But before that, he's actually a pretty big deal. The information about the Death Star is on Raltier, and he sneaks back to Raltier with uh, another guy named Jaron Webb and gets the information that it's not the Death Star plans, but it's the information that will lead to the Rebellion getting the Death Star plans that will then eventually blow it up. So he's actually a pretty big deal. Yeah, now, is this first or second Death Star? First. Okay, because I I just envisioned, and it's it's my own fault because I know I know who we're talking about. I won't give away the spoiler for anyone that doesn't know, and I know what he looks like and where he fits in the movie. So I I I think of him in the middle of the story. So I think second Death Star when you say Death Star in this guy, right? But I see no, where you're going. Is, yep. This is before, still before the Battle of Yavin, when okay. the Empire is in full swing and taking over everything. He is one of the links in the chain to getting the Death Star plans that Princess Leia will, you know, feed. And, and well, I mean, you've seen Star Wars, right? No. <laughs> so you know what happens. That's the one with Captain Kirk, right? <clears throat> That's the one with James Spader and uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, geez. <laughs> and Jay Davidson? Yes. Is it Davidson or Davison? Dave. I just call him JD for short, so I don't have to remember. So it's a big deal until the Disney thing, and then yeah, I was gonna say it was Rogue One and all that crap. So they get, but before any of that existed, there was Farrell Macquarie. This Jaron Webb that I mentioned, who was also from Raltier, you're gonna get a bonus character. Bonus, Christy. Chris, I know you don't listen to the show. Yeah. This is when I, <laughs> that wasn't, when I, that wasn't an answer. I was just a statement. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. It was rhetorical. <laughs> when I quarterback these shows, uh-huh. I give. <laughs> I don't know why the lip smacking just made it that much funnier. It's hey, like she had Patreon. to force herself to answer. Let me pry my lips open characters. and answer. And these guys all think that I'm trying to end the show early by throwing these extra characters in there. Yeah, that's why. That's how how would that, that actually end things earlier? <clears throat> because uh, because they think well these are other shows that we could do, but I've made a decision that these characters don't have enough backstory to do an entire show on them. But you still want to hear the little tidbits, okay. so I spice it up with a little Jaron Webb. Don't you think that's a good idea? Why yes, I think uh, Jaron Webb is just a great addition. <sighs> <I'm so glad laughs> you're joining us. <laughs> Your idea, by the way. Yes, I do believe you asked me to. All right. <laughs> Shut up. More Muppets. Let's talk more about <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> no, I don't know. So these guys work together again at Echo Base. And he, you see him in the movie. He is one of the Tauntaun handlers. Not fluffers. Handlers. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> That's he why is, they make that, that sound effect. All right. <laughs> is, that, is that the sound you make? <laughs> <laughs> Every night, and I'm all That sound is, is full release? Yeah. <laughs> Clean up. And then he falls over just like the one does on the snow. I'm done. 
<laughs> and oof, I'm done. Is That's that why it. you fall out of your truck? <laughs> Too much ejaculation, yes. Delivery. You're a black light in that cab of that truck, man. Dude. No. Oh, no. I did not like that answer. No, deli- no, no, no. No, 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 no. Special delivery. <laughs> Got special S- delivery. Sign for your package. <laughs> well, he is in the scene where Han takes slash steals the Tauntaun to go get Luke. Yes. Okay. He's not the guy that talks though, oh. because I get I got more stuff coming up for you. So don't don't you even worry about it. He's played by a guy. You Matt, you're gonna love this name. This guy's name is Norwich Duff. <laughs> nice. Hey. Chris, have you ever met this guy? Norwich Duff. Norwich Duff. No. D u f f like the beer. That's awesome. I want to meet this guy. <laughs> He's Duff Man. He is. He is Duffman. <laughs> Duffman says Duffman. a lot of things. <laughs> I said Duffman like it's waiting for Guffman. <laughs> waiting for Duffman. Duffman. Waiting for. I would. I do want to meet this guy. He's in Superman and Short yeah. Circuit too. What? I know. I was gonna like Chris. Chris is getting his Superman. His little dashes of Superman here because this guy's in Superman. Some people think that this is the treat Williams. I was you know, just—I was going to say that when you said you when you said he was played by, and I was about to say that, and then you said Matt, you're going to love this. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I was going to say treat Williams. Yeah, because he's a, he's a handsome dude, and it's hard. Like when they have those things on their head, you can't see their <laughs> hair or anything. It's just a like he's just a handsome face sticking out of a you know out of a out of a hoodie. And people think that this is Street Williams. It's not. It's Norwich Duff. The Duff. The you guys, Duff. Do you ever see the Duff? Nope. Did we ever talk about the yep. Duff? Yeah. With the, um, <laughs> um, Mamel. What's that? What's it? No. Yeah, no, it's Rob, the other guy. Rob Amel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Stephen yeah. Amel is Arrow. Rob Amel is That's his, that's his cousin, isn't it? You no, know, you know what? In real life, I think, yeah. I thought they are brothers. If you, you know what, this is interesting. Not to derail us from a movie I've never seen and will never see. What? But the, if you look at pictures of Treat Williams in his Star, in that Star Wars costume, and you look at pictures of Joran Webb or, or Duffman, and there's that story. Did you do the Treat Williams one, Dave, or Tim? I did. If you, you the, the story, the official story was that Carrie Fisher invited him over and told him to put on a costume and run around, right? Yeah. If yeah. you look at these two costumes, it's the same exact vest. Now, granted, the costumes were similar, but this is the same white vest as opposed to the tan vest that like um, uh, Cliff Clavin wore. So that's a that's a similarity. The thing I'm looking at is the insignia, the badge he's wearing. He's wearing the same. They're wearing the same badge. So I'm wondering if Treat Williams threw on this dude's costume for this thing. Hmm. Maybe so that's is that why dude's it. standing around naked watching? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> shivering. <laughs> That's the day he had to go to Short Circuit 2, so the costume was free. (laughs) Short Circuit 2. They filmed that in Finland? Yeah. (laughs) Now, there's no saying this insignia was not on every one of these white costumes, but there's another, you know, a little bit. There's there's another piece of the Treat Williams puzzle that we never really got an answer to. That's a good point. It might not just be the handsome face. It might be the costume. And I like how you so adeptly sidestep the conversation about the duff yeah try to i got a feeling i I failed no it's fine i'll move along but go see the duff thank you now he's not the guy that talks to han like i said but i do know who that guy is and you're getting a double bonus character so bonus bonus (laughs) Bonus, this is the one that said your tauntaun will freeze before you reach the otter marker you bet you that guy's name is the character is Tigran Jamiro. Oh. Because FUD's what they drink in Shelbyville. <laughs> I can get it. Oh, okay. No more Simpsons. Oh. Damn it. Tigran Jamiro. And he is from a planet called Onderon. He served on Dantooine and he becomes a general in the stories. He's big in some of these books. Like, you guys know more about this. Yuzav Vong War or whatever the hell Yuzan, that is. Yuzan Vong. Yeah, yeah Christy, Christy knows that. all about it. Yeah. yeah. So he's in that. 
And he is the guy, like Matt said, that says he's got lines. You, you, we've had trouble adapting to the cold. Your tauntaun will freeze before you reach the first marker. That's him, Tigran Jamiro. He is also in Superman. <laughs> what? That's awesome. The guy's name's Ray Hassett. Does that sound familiar, Chris? It does not. But Dave, you know how you and Jack do the Seinfeld and you ask Jack, is, are they in Friends? Yes. This is your new game for me. Was <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he in Superman? <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> you would know this guy too, Chris. He has lines in Superman. He's he's a detective because I I guilty. looked it up. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Guilty. Usually, every time we talk about someone in Superman, they end up being one of the elders. Yeah. <laughs> now he's in Metropolis. You know how? And Chris, you would know this better than anybody. There's you know how everybody has their people. Kevin Smith has his troop of actors, and yeah. everybody does. Well, he's got this Donner. troop of guys that are in movies. Well, that's true. Richard Donner has the Richard Donner players. The Donner yeah, party? Yeah, <laughs> The Donner party. <laughs> that was awesome. And the guy, you probably know the actor's name, the captain in the Lethal Weapon movies. I just watched all four of them. I don't know the, the, real, the guy in real life. Okay. No, but he, he's, in the, he's in those movies, yeah. He's in Superman. And yeah. this guy has his scenes with the captain from Lethal Weapon. His name's Ray Hassett. Um... Is that so, when they're both at the electronic boards? Did he say girl? Is that is that one of yeah, them? Yeah, I think so. He's got a hat on. I just watched it, but I don't remember. I mean, it's like, it's a, he's an extra. Yeah. But Tim talks about this all the time. They filmed all that stuff right there. So it's like Bond, Superman, Star Wars. Short Circuit those, 2. Yeah, those guys, <laughs> those things all kind of go together. The Muppet movie. <laughs> This Ray Hassett was also in The Spy Who Loved Me. <laughs> what was, you left like Ernie from Sesame like Street. Muttley or something. Muppets. <laughs> Just the word Muppets makes you laugh? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> now, and, and like you guys are saying, like he's like, your tauntaun will freeze and Han says, I'll see you in hell. Were you embarrassed when you were little at the cursing. It's a curse word. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think so. Because hell is like remember. probably the least. Hell and ass are at least the two lowest curse words you could do, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I I just remember thinking I was going to get in trouble. I mean, I like <laughs> hell, hell was a curse word in my house. Oh. And for him to say that, I was like, oh, no, my dad's going to. My dad's not gonna let me watch Star Wars anymore. It was gonna be like one of those kind of things. I guess maybe it's just my household. I don't really I remember thinking much of it, honestly. I do yeah. remember later, way, way, way later in life, watching this with Smitty, kind of like during those. What we we always talk about the dark times, and that's kind of when, when I already kindled my love of Star Wars, and we watched Empire Strikes Back first, and he had he had mentioned that the uh, he. I don't even know how it probably was a drunk discussion. We got talking about how um, at the time Empire Strikes Back had the most direct earth references and there's the hell, the concept of heaven and hell. And then I guess I think it was inside the space slug where Leia or Han says the earth is wet and the, the term using the term earth, he pointed out as well. But I did huh. not think that when I was 10, just for the record. Mm. Yeah, you, I think you. I remember you talking because you guys would have these kind of like Star Wars and character discussions. By way back then, before, yeah, yeah, long before there was Star Wars and character pod. I mean, you guys may have been podcasting, but and we'll have it way this. way after once Dave runs out of characters in this episode. Yeah, I got about five more bonus characters. Oh, coming. <laughs> Just kidding. In fact, there are a few more that I could have done, but I stopped. You showed self restraint there, Dave. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Hashtag Team Christy. <laughs> Hashtag Muppet Team Christy. Oh, God. Whoa! All right, so back to Farl. Hashtag Melikalikilaka. <laughs> I'm out of characters. God damn it. At Echo Base, which is where you see him, and Chris has said he's in The Empire Strikes Back, he is second in command at Echo Base. And he was hand-selected by General Rykan 
who is in for, in first in command. So this is like a big deal. Like he is a big deal, actually. Yeah. He fought in the Battle of Hoth, but there is no specifics on what he did, and there is no specific end written to his story. Oh, How, he he isn't he old? Like fifties, sixties? Like there are still. Time? There are still shots of him, and and, and your your age is probably right. I didn't do the math on his birthday. I think he's one of those guys that just probably like always looked old. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the guy you might be right. Was, yeah, what's the guy's name? Like you got Carlos Reichen. We did the episode. I forget the actor's name, but he wasn't a young guy. You can't have a young guy being in charge in these movies. Like this is true. Especially when we're little. We think old people know it all. You gotta have experience. <laughs> yeah, it has to show. And the actor might have one of those looks, like you said, and it makes me think of when Christy and I saw the MST3K reunion riff track show. Frank Conniff came out and they said something about, hey, Frank, he said, he said, everyone tells me how great I look. Well, it's easy when you look 50 when you're 30. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, the real reason... To talk about this character, other than before the Disney acquisition, he really is kind of a an important figure in the rebel and the rebellion. But the real reason to talk about this character is that he is played by Ralph McQuarrie, yes. and then the name is a tuckerization of Ralph McQuarrie, the concept artist extraordinaire. I was just gonna—I have this up for Christy to look at on the computer, not anywhere else, and I. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> I- that that was wow. That was, she, that was good. Since she have I, it up, I knew she, have it up and look to look at I, up I, and to the left. I knew she wouldn't know the name, the character name, or the artist name, but I pulled up a lot of of his pictures here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen some of these. Pictures. Oh yeah, 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 okay. definitely. So you do, in a sense, know who we're talking about, or at least a I have a concept, some kind of yeah, something to do with him. Yes, you recognize the style of artwork and that kind of stuff. Yes. Right? We all we, know, know who he is. Like this is a, this is a stupid question, though. Like when when Lucas said, "Hey Ralph, do this." Is is all the images from Ralph's head that he drew just fucking just out of the blue? I've often wondered that if these are all concept art or if they're like po- like not if there's a there's got to be a mixture of of some because I'm looking at one that's really famous. It's it's like take it, it's like looking at an ad at from a ground the ground with a snow speeder flying across it and ex, an explosion it's like it's like so far from concept art that it's almost it's not photo reference but it's like he must have drawn this after they settled on a design so it must be he must have just worked from concept to like all the way through he must have never stopped and like drew stuff from the film while he's waiting for the next one i'm guessing i don't know but i i, I see it's what you're saying like- chris <laughs> What came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, yeah. Did he draw it first, or did he know what to draw after oh, he saw it? I think he drew stuff first, and then but then kept drawing, but never stopped. At once he's they a, did decide on their pictures. He's like the the top of the line. He's like you yeah. know the fucking best. Yeah, I think I think what you're both saying is right. Those paintings are a finished product of sorts, even though some of them still look a little different. That's probably like step Z. And we missed A through Y. Right. <clears throat> and that some of the things were things that he may have come up with, but some of the things where Lucas said, I want it to look like this. I want it to have horns, and I want it to have this, and I want it to have this. Go, you know, hatch me up something. Yeah. Right, right, right. So there was some direction in there, but like a lot of it is is his brilliance i would like i've saw i've seen the ralph mccrory exhibit at one of the celebrations i would really like to see now that we and i never thought of it till now i would like to see a chronological exhibit like this is the first this is from the first things he did this is while star wars was in production this is after it was released now we're moving into the early empire stuff i'd love to see it in chronological order that he's actually made these drawings that'd be awesome yeah, it would. And pr- un- unfortunately, not, not unfortunately, you can see a lot more of that kind of stuff for the prequels because it was later and you can you can see the birth to the end of a character like somebody mm-hmm. like Watto. Yeah. And unfortunately, we don't probably see as much of that stuff from the original things because they probably either just didn't save it or it got destroyed or damaged. And by the time the prequels came along, they knew that Every (laughs) scrap of paper had to be saved. True, right? Or it was, or or it was digitally done, and it was could be too. It was a matter of clicking save. Save, yeah. 
So, yeah, it's and, – and we had some contact with a guy named Paul. I know Tim did more than anyone who kind of ran the estate of Ralph McQuarrie. I just remember being a really nice guy. I think he was active on our Facebook page at yeah. some point. He was kind of his almost his assistant. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, just, I remember the guy being really nice. I just wanted to point him out. But you do see him in the movie. He walks in front of one of his own matte paintings. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> of, of rebel ships. Park. You know how there's like just yeah. these paintings of like the ships parked in the background? He walks across the screen in front of one of those. And everyone else in that scene, there are guys in the foreground in front of him as he walks past. Everyone in that scene were concept artists. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That is cool. It is really cool. They gave all these guys, they know, like these guys, and we've talked about this on the show too, that you know, George Lucas obviously created all this stuff and he gets all the praise. But Ralph McQuarrie should kind of be up there too. Yep. I think, he is. About, I think he is with people that really know what went into making these movies. Yes, you're right. The other guys in the scene are a guy named Harrison Ellenshaw. And he did all kinds of stuff for Disney, like great stuff. He did uh, Tron and the Black Hole, and then stick stick stuck with them and did things like Dick Tracy even later. Hmm. Um, his he actually his first name isn't Harrison. I forget what his first name was. His, I guess his father was a famous matte painter that did like a lot of other really famous movies, and he's from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's cool. So he took. He made his own name because he didn't want to be confused with his father oh, huh. and calls himself Harrison Ellenshaw after Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Right. There's another guy named Michael Pangrazio. He plays a character. So these, these characters have names. Like this guy, is, his character's name is Tarn Misan. Misan. <laughs> there is enough Chuck on Toyota. this. <laughs> there's enough on this character to do an episode so I'm not I'm not going to touch him and another guy that we all kind of know at this point is Joe Joe Johnston is in that scene as well oh cool and people are people still giving him he's he's really the creator of Boba Fett yeah right yeah, yeah. so it, it's really it's a really cool little nod to these guys that they knew how much work they were doing and how enhanced everyone's experience was with star wars because of the talent of men like these and they stuck them all in that scene it's great the coolest fact in this whole thing to me i always try to find that one nugget is that when he's walking across the screen from right to left in his hand he's holding his sketchbook no <laughs> yeah that's cool here's a, that is a, cool. there's a there's a screenshot of that honey that's him there <laughs> That's, That's cool. awesome. I saw I see him holding that thing, but I didn't even think anything of it until you said it. Now it's now it's awesome. He just doesn't want to put it down anywhere. You yeah, know? Right, yeah. <laughs> Someone might take it. There's these yeah. two guys walking around with poster tubes that might swipe it. <laughs> <laughs> sign, please sign. Yeah. Draw, please draw. <laughs> sketch me, sketch. Yeah, there you go. That's better. <laughs> That's great. And they have actually and, and eventually even made an action figure of this character. Yeah, and he, yep. there's even action figures of the concept drawings that he did before the real, I guess, characters came out. I wish uh, yeah. I had gotten those when those were out. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. There's even, like you just said, the Joe Johnston. There's a Joe Johnston Boba Fett figure, like of his original concepts and stuff like that. They, This is for the super fans. And it's well-deserved. As far as Farrell and all those other fellas that I mentioned, that's all I got. Yay. Great character. One, one of the best. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks, Dave. <laughs> thanks, I think Dave. that's the first time that everyone on the thing thanked me. Usually Chris says thank you. He's got manners. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's trying to impress his wife, so he says thank you. <laughs> right. Those days are long gone. And Christy's from Hawaii, and they're just polite. <laughs> Christy's from Hawaii. <sighs> yeah, we have manners. Thanks for the pineapples, Christy. You're welcome. <laughs> Man, you got some feedback for us? I do. I have got, I'm going to do, before I am 
remiss and do not thank this gentleman properly, although I did thank him on Facebook. I'm going to take this opportunity and be selfish and thank him on Facebook. Not even, I don't know if it was our last episode or the episode before that where Dave had thanked a listener for sending him the Wiggles autograph. And I had uh, kind of whined about where's any, where's my stuff because Chris and Tim get everything. <laughs> Me and Dave get nothing. <laughs> On the heels of that complaint, we got a package in our post office box addressed directly to me. I opened it, and inside was the most incredibly generous thing that I just can't imagine I'd ever part with if I owned them. Two Flyers jerseys, proper Flyer jerseys, CCM jerseys, CMM, CCM, I think, jerseys, and five issues of... Uh, was it hockey news from the early 90s with Eric Lindros in each cover? All flyer stuff and this wonderful letter from Jason Hedman, who had written of how much he's enjoyed the show over the years, uh, what it, what a hockey fan he was, why he had the Flyers jer- jerseys, why he's parting them, and with the addition of because of all the shows that we've done collectively on News as everyone here not just not just stars and character not just me that he it gave him inspiration to start his own show which i'm going to go ahead and plug it's called the pop history podcast it's where he picks a month of the year like the one i just listened to was november of 1980 and no, runs down, that's that's this guy yeah and he runs down the highlights of like you know what movies were out what the top five songs or ten songs were and yeah what's in the news i just started listening to it this week on the way to work great show it is. It's not a news as show, and so it's like I'm not just saying that. I, I honestly mean it's a good show. Pop history podcast. Check it out. Thank you once again for that incredibly generous gift. That was it's awesome. I have it. I'm going to. I'm going to a. Oh, it's a shoot. I was just say I was going to a hockey game next week, but it's Tampa and Vegas, so I probably won't wear a Flyers shirt. But I will next opportunity I have. They will definitely come into good use. So thank you very much for that. I didn't know that was him because I listened to that when he when I first heard about it coming on. I, I was waiting, waiting, and the January came out, and I downloaded it. I love it. I love it's hearing good, what the, the, the top movies were. Yeah, it's a good show. Time. Very yeah. good show. I think it's cool that you listen to that show and you didn't even have any. Yeah, right. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that was him. That's an honest plug. You're it already is. listening to it. And yeah. You have no idea. So let's see. That leads to our Patreon supporter for the episode. And I'm going to mention this guy due to a conversation we all just had with him on Facebook. I, I don't think he's been a Patreon supporter before, but if, or uh, of the Patreon supporter of the episode before, but if he was, he's going to be a second one. It's Sam Tampion from Australia, who yeah. said some really nice, we won't go into the conversation because it's actually kind of personal between us and him uh, in regards to patreon i should say wasn't anything (laughs) embarrassing and sam i want to thank you for what you said too the 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 things you said in that conversation back and forth and and what it was about was was very touching and and thank you sam for your support and for the the follow-up we had as well and thank everybody for their support on patreon and speaking of Patreon, Swick Extra Minutes is back. It is something that actually several people had asked about at the end of the year, and everyone was super nice about the explanation. They said, they said with the holidays and everything, we barely had time to record proper shows, so we kind of cut that so we could get shows out. Everyone was like, that's I completely understand, and then like thank me for responding, which is ridiculous. You don't need to. We we we, we promised a show and we didn't have it in the last two months, and you're very nice about it. So thank you everyone for your patience. Thank you for your um, the the nice feedback on it. But it's back after this. In fact, we had made some notes during this show that I'll be bringing up very shortly. So Swick Extra Minutes is back, and if you don't know what that is, it's a show we do after we're done recording a regular episode where we talk about some of the things that came up during this recording. And it's released after every episode on Patreon. If you want to learn more about Patreon and how it helps out the show, visit uh, patreon.com slash neozaz. And I should mention as a technical note for everybody that's considering supporting anyone on Patreon. I don't know if you guys followed this, but Patreon did something incredibly stupid like two months ago. Did you hear about this at all? No. For every dollar that a person submits or pledges a patreon about 35 cents gets taken out in fees so it's so we'll get like 65 cents of that which is fine you know that going into that Mm -hmm. they decided that they were going to charge an extra 35 cents on the dollar to people who pledge so if you pledge a dollar you're going to get charged a dollar 35 
Oh. And all the creators went absolutely insane and they reversed that idea two days after launching it. So anyone that didn't know that, regardless of whether you're supporting news as or not, if you're supporting another artist and you you left because of that, please know that Patreon has reversed that. And if you really want to support any artist on Patreon and that was a reason not to, I think it's important that I think the the wildfire and the rumors and the news spread faster that they're doing it much faster than that they reverse it. So I want to put that out there as my part for the Patreon community. As stupid as that was, at least they finally realized it, although it was too damn late because they already put it into practice, but it's gone now. Wow. Everybody, everybody makes mistakes. It, yeah. the, the important, important thing is that they, it, it takes a lot of courage to, admit you're wrong and, and change True. and change so yep. christy i thought i thought that's what dave's gonna say and that's where i want to say i made a big mistake when i said i'd do this show so i'm gonna go ahead and leave now really i thought this was an intervention for christy this whole thing <laughs> christy yes i'm glad you're with us pray tell what was what would have been my intervention dave what do i do that's wrong Loaded question. Muppaholic. I I accept (laughs) it and I wear it like a badge. (laughs) Are you wearing anything Muppets as we speak? No, I am not. All right. Are you wearing anything as we speak? Oh, of course. What's going on over there? Nothing attractive. (laughs) She's wearing, she's actually wearing a University of Hawaii sweatshirt right now. (laughs) The Rainbow Warriors. Yep. Don Ho, Dean of Students. You know, the holiday's over. We can stop singing that song. Oh, when you go visit Harry Callis's grave. <laughs> Still there, Dave? <laughs> yeah. Okay, just checking. Karma's a bitch, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Is it time for trivia, Dave? It is time. Since Tim's here, do you want to perform the little Since Tim's theme song, here? Chris? Since Tim is not here. Oh, not here. Okay. Chris, um, do you want to you want to perform the little theme song? It's trivia. I like the way you do it better. <laughs> That's right, Tim. You Make commit. You, yeah. Makes you, you think of Jimmy Lee Curtis. Yes, exactly. And her Makes bowels. me feel fiber. <laughs> Sweet trivia. It's fiberific. <laughs> it's full of shit. It'll keep you rigorous. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, the scores in its trivia are Matt with 16, and Chris, Tim, and I all have 15. Ooh. So, uh. Are you sharing a brain? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what we'll do here, since Tim isn't here, is we, uh, we're gonna have Christy participate, oh, which shit. is always, which is always fun. Yeah, but we're we're bringing the uh, the hard throwing righty out of the bullpen to help Christy out. And I'm gonna turn it over to him, my 15 year old handsome son, to chip off the old block. <laughs> He's here to help Christy. So when it gets to Tim's turn, Jack, co-host of Seinfeld in Character on Newses.com are going to take over Tim's turn. Am I correct in saying all this? Yes. All right. I'm going to turn the mic and the headphones over to Jack. Wasn't listening. <sighs> Just kidding. And uh, and and I'm going to go get myself a tasty beverage. <laughs> I thought you were saying a tasty cake. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's going to pitch and Dave's going to get a taste, case of tasty cakes for the full right, right. of flyers. I'm giving the mic to him. I'm done. <laughs> Is he there? Jackie there? Hello. How do you know Jack. whose turn it is now Dave walked away? How do you Hello, know who Jack. starts this? Say hi to Jack, Christy. Hi, I did. I said hi, oh. Jack. Oh, okay. Oh. Jack, you gotta be you gotta be minute to win it, in it to win it. Come on. Alright. <laughs> okay. So I guess I'm I'm first okay, yeah, Dave that's, next. All right. Yeah. All right, Christy, I need you to pick a number between one and ten. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth page. Oh boy. All right. 
Uh, I'm sure we didn't have this. Nope, we did not have this. Okay. What deal had Lando made to protect himself from the Empire? What deal had Lando made to protect himself from the Empire? Yeah, I remember him even saying the deal was... <laughs> um, Like, was it that he could keep Leia in the Wookiee? I don't think that's fucking right. Oh, I mean effing right. Jack on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear that curse word, right? <clears throat> um... I don't know. That's that's what I'm. It's a little more nebulous than that. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a little. That little hint. It's like it's. Oh man, I don't know how much more I could say. I know what you. Like, You're on the right path. Um. Did they say? Did they say something like? If that Lando. Let me. Being in charge, here's in a better charge? way to say it. it it's okay. not a. It's not a quote. You're trying to find the right quote, but it's not a quote. It's a description a of what was done. That's what I'm trying to say. Read it again, please. Sure, no problem. It okay. is. What deal had Lando made to protect himself from the Empire? Yeah. See, I. You you saying that it's not a quote is is really. I don't know. They can keep Leia and the Wookiee and Lando and run it all. I don't. That's. I don't know, Matt. All right. Well, the rusty answer is. Yeah. He agreed to turn Han and his friends over to Boba Fett and Vader. Mm. Did, did you Did you know that, Jack? Well, what the turning Han over? Yeah. Okay. What you said about the the quote with Leia and the Wookiee. I, I do remember that though. Okay. I got it wrong. Okay, I'm gonna let you, you decide. <laughs> so is Jack answering for Dave? I mean, where's Dave? Well, he left. So does I Dave mean, not realize he he still has to answer? Yes, we'll skip his turn. Okay, I'll go. Give me another. Actually, you wait you a minute. Yeah, book? here. No, you read. You, you uh, oh, just pick are, anything random. These yeah. are true and false. Yeah, skip over those. That's, okay. that's too easy. All right. What part of Luke's body did Darth Vader sever? No, okay. We didn't have that, <laughs> but I think I know. That might be easier than, than true and false, you know? It's his hand. Specifically. His yeah. right hand. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I hope that's similar to my question. All right. Well, I guess we'll do Tim's question, and Christy and Jack can confer. There we go. Oh, that's another true and false. I can't wait to get rid of this book. <laughs> Sorry, Rusty. <laughs> All right. How did Lieutenant Porkins die in the Battle of the Death Star? Ooh. Jack, he blew up because he ran into something, didn't he? Sort of. <laughs> did he get... Well, you're my lifeline, Jack. <laughs> well, yeah. Never yeah. let go, Jack. Just never let go. Just go. <laughs> well, he can't pull up. He can't pull up. Uh, so, yeah. so he's Ooh, in the. Is he in the? Is he in the trench? Uh, yeah. I think it's in the trench or right around it on okay. the Death Star surface. Okay, so he, he blows up on the Death Star, running into a wall. <laughs> that that sound good, Jack? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, the rusty answer, and this is stupid, but I, I think you got it. It says, it says, he crashed in, or I'm sorry, he crashed on the Death Star, not into, but crashed on the Death Star when his instrument panel malfunctioned, or, and I've never seen an or in this before, his fighter was destroyed by Vader's ship, and then in parentheses, novel only under the Vader, after the Vader one. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> Not an answer for one, for one <laughs> See, question. I never Damn. saw an or on in this before. All right, where's Dave? Did he go walk to the bar? He's back. Oh, He's okay. here. Guess who's back? Dave hey, is hey, back. Jack. I'm handing it back. over for his question. Okay. Thank you for your assistance, Jack. Thank Thanks, you very Jack. much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, I guess. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hello? Hello. 
What'd you do to my son? Nothing. He just ran out crying. What did you do to him? We, gave, a, we gave you that back was a your very son. Le- Wait, that almost sounded like Liam Neeson. What'd you do to my son? No, Mel Gibson. We gave <laughs> oh, him back yeah. his son. We give you back your son. <laughs> I tried to save it. I to save it. I don't know. He's in the other room crying. I don't know. What did you say to him? I told him the truth about his father. <laughs> it's really you. <laughs> That's funny. How do you do it? Did you do all right? Yep. Yep. He, he got it. He got one half of the answer. Because Rusty said there was two possible answers to that question. Because Rusty's a damn genius. Okay. Did Christy help at all? She actually did. I did. She didn't know that, too. She didn't know who... She knew who Porkins was, actually, too. That's because of all the Christmas specials. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, Matt sings songs about him and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Well, congratulations. To Tim, I guess. Yeah. All right, I'm ready. Okay. How Got many my beverage and I'm ready. How many pilots did an X-wing fighter accommodate? Are you serious? Yeah. One. Yours is the hardest question. Next to mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Rusty says one pilot and a droid. See, you can tell as a kid that a kid did write these. You don't ask for an answer and then. Give extra, yeah. give extra information for no reason, for no reason whatsoever. Well, actually, yes, you do. When you're a Star Wars fan, in fact, if Tim was on here, he would have done it to all our three or our questions. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> do I get credit for this? Yes, of course. Because he asked how many pilots. He didn't ask how many things. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Is that the last question? Yep. Oh, so, what are the scores now? Did everyone get it right? Matt did, and and Christy did. Yeah. And you did. I did not. <laughs> okay, so that means after this episode, it's Matt 17, Tim 16, Dave 16, Chris 15. I'm on everyone's ass. <laughs> With one Again. more to go. One more to go. <laughs> so that means, that means at this point, Chris has been eliminated, I guess. I'm done. I'm out. Oh, I feel bad. Let me give another mic. question. How many numbers uh, in the number two? That is, of course, unless some... Two or two ones. Some whammy comes along where all of a sudden we're no. betting points no, we're or each that. question's worth... Because <laughs> uh, that's how he won that other time, right? I think so, yeah. The first time. He actually won another round, but we didn't do... We've never done that again after that one. I'm out, though. I, I, it was nice being with you guys. It's a stupid book. I hate this book. It smells it's funny. Like, like in a game. Like I smell in, this un- book. It smells funny. Under- I don't want to smell this book. All right. Smell uh, it. This, this, is a, this is a new podcast. Smell, smell this, this book. book. Hey, what smells Matt with Dave? Matt makes Christy smell things. <laughs> I mean, that would I be would my say. marriage. Oh, <laughs> I set you up and you did it. That's, That's why she's the she's the queen of podcasting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Christy, I think we should involve Christy in the trivia next time around. <laughs> That's a good idea. Wouldn't that be funny? This would be hilarious. Oh boy. If we have her write the questions. Oh god. Not, and do no research, nothing. And just write questions that she thinks are about Star Wars <laughs> and we have to answer them and guess what she thinks the answer is to those thinks the answer is yes. that's actually really funny for that'd be a good for a whole round but like every, she has to write yeah. the question and the answer every answer so, be Rizzo Fozzie Christy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get started okay I'll get right on that I know it's quarter of 11 but get started now <sighs> I don't hear any typing <laughs> No, you don't. I need I need in depth thought time. In depth thought time means I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, Dave, thank you for telling us about Carl Macquarie. It was my pleasure. Tune in next time we discuss the Tuscan Raider. <laughs> Will there be That's a point cool. at some point where the podcast stops and then goes backwards? Yes. <laughs> And then goes back forward and then backwards and forward. Yes. That's exactly what we'll do. Good. No, nothing. 
Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information. 